Michael. Hey, Morgan. As you may know, the term chimera has come to describe any mythical or fictional animal with parts taken from various animals or to describe anything composed of very desperate parts or perceived as wildly imaginative, implausible, or dazzling. <laughs> yeah, can you understand what you're saying? Michael, there are so many big questions to ask in the universe. Why are we here? Peanut butter is it chunky or smooth? Or for you, Michael, today... If you were to create your own chimera that fully represents who you are as a person, what would the parts be comprised of? Donkey llama. Can you be more specific? How would it look? Oh, like a donkey llama. <laughs> the body of a donkey with like a llama face or a llama face with half a donkey and half. head? And half and half, not down the, not down the middle on the side, not so hamburger. It's hot, hot dog, dog style. Yeah. Okay. One side... Is donkey, the other side is llama. And don't ask me how the neck works. Doesn't make any sense. But it's frightening and cuddly. Okay. And fierce and practical. What would I be? Thank you so much for asking, Michael. (laughs) Morgan, what would you be if you could create a chimera? Of myself that perfectly represents who I am as a person. Of course. It would be the body of a manatee, the face of a monkfish, and the dick of a walrus. <laughs> okay, start the show. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> that was too long. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Bad Reception, whether the critics hated it, the audiences ignored it, or the network pulled the plug. We're here to try to make the best of bad TV. I'm one of your hosts. My name is Mike. And I'm your other host, Walrus Penis. <laughs> your other host? host. I'm your holster. I was getting prepared to say walrus. I'm Morgan. Um, I want you to know that Walrus Penis is now... Uh, part of my search history and it generated two incredible headlines one being male walruses have giant ones but human men not at all colon how we lost the penis bone and then the second one is two fit two foot penis bones how walruses stay erect in freezing water and that's a youtube link so i never thought about that yeah because the the freezing water makes it shrink up yeah no i um at Marine World Africa USA in Vallejo, California, they used to have a a penis bone mm-hmm. at the walrus exhibit. I was it the bone zone? Is that where yeah. they kept it? They, I've been poked with the walrus penis. Hello, Michael. What is the show? Well, if you're new to the podcast, what we're going to do is watch a canceled TV show that we've never seen and know pretty much nothing about. But first, we're going to give our completely uneducated thoughts and predictions. This week, we're going to be watching... A TV show that there's pretty much no way Morgan would be interested in watching ever in the history of the planet Earth. Ooh. What are some things that you might not have any interest in watching? Wrestling. It's not wrestling. Football. It's not football. It's not sports. Race car driving. Is that a sport? Yeah, that's also a sport. Why is that considered a sport? You just sit in a car. I can do that. I do that all the time. (laughs) Okay. That I wouldn't be interested in at all. What's a genre that when when a new TV show or a new movie comes out that it's this genre, you're like, I oh, roll. Is it a police procedural? No, what? Uh, is it a family drama? No. Am I getting warmer? I don't know. Not really. It's the thing that it's the most popular thing in the whole world. And it's the thing that whenever it comes out, you roll your eyes and you're like, oh, my God, I'm not going to watch that stupid garbage. Is it a Christian-themed program? <laughs> no! <laughs> I don't know how you're not getting it. What the fuck is it, then? What What is your least interest? Like, what is, like, when stuff comes out and you're... Is oh, it, is it superhero? Yes. Oh, boy. Guys, listen, we did that better in rehearsal. I apologize. <laughs> that was not rehearsed. I don't know if you could tell. <laughs> Trying Ew. to walk Morgan there. Uh, we have to do a superhero show. I have to hear this from Morgan uh, all the time. Multiple times a week how much she dislikes superhero stuff. Even though she doesn't watch it. So, Although I did like Superman. Nope. <laughs> nope. Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. Yep. 
That's the one. But that was just a genuinely awesome movie. Yeah, Nobody was, can hate it that. It wasn't because it was a superhero movie. It was because it was a good film. Michael! Okay, we were watching a superhero television program. Is it Arrow? No. Is it, it The Flash? No, those shows are humongous is it, shows. Fla- is it Flash Gordon? No. Oh, because we have talked about that. We have talked about that, and that is probably going to be on the show eventually, but not this time. This is a show from 2011 from NBC called... NBC? Called... The Cape. Oh, boy. So what's The Cape about, Morgan? Well, clearly, this is... I should mention, only one season, only 10 episodes, has a 5.8 on IMDb, which is not the worst thing we've done, but it's not super great. Is super great. Is there anyone super great? Um, is there anyone of note in this program? Um, There is... There is one Mr. Keith David. (gasps) I know his wife, kind of. (laughs) But that's a point in the plus column for me. Love Keith David. He's He's awesome. He's a great actor. Also has Summer Glau, who you might know from a little show called... You might know from a little show called... Firefly. Which one's she? She's like the special one. Oh! I can't remember what her name is, though. River. River. Yeah. Yeah. She was River. Okay. Um, but they are not the lead characters. They are not the cape. The cape is played by someone named David Lyons, who I looked up. Rest in peace to your career. He was a guest on ER and is like a just a TV actor. Ugh, gross. Yeah, I don't know. He's some like generic looking white guy. So what is what is the cape, cape about? Uh, well, I'm gonna say. That the Cape is a show about a fancy boy who gets superpowers when he gets bitten by a show dog, and he his superpower is that he can find LL Bean at any store, even the ones that don't sell LL Bean. Is LL Bean and at stores? He can. Be, I'm trying to do, let me just a little peek into my process. I'm trying to do like a Cape Cod bit. Wow. But I'm realizing as I'm getting into it that I don't know enough about that region. So I'm going to back out of that right now. And I'm thinking I'm just going to go with, it's about <laughs> a young man who's been bullied. And rightfully so. This kid needs to be smacked around if you know what I mean. And he gets pushed into a dumpster, and in the dumpster, he finds an old magician's cape, and he puts it on, and he gets superpowers, and he can fly What kind buildings. of superpowers? That's the most important part. He can fly. Okay, he can fly. Yeah, he can fly. Because he found a magician's boring. cape. Yeah, he's... But it he, has nothing to do with magic. But no, but he's he's like, Shazam! That's not a magician. What do magicians say? Uh, abracadabra? Yeah, Alakazam? he's like... Abracadabra, Alakazam, and he's got ooh. Shit just got real. He's you can see a little light bulb pop over Morgan's head. He's got a sidekick. That's a bunny. And that's played Period. by Keith David. Yeah, um, that'd be pretty amazing. <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> like uh, Wilfred style. Always oh, like in a big old bunny suit. <laughs> yep. I was just picturing him doing a voiceover, nope. but that's no, that's even I want, better. I want full man bunny. Oh, man bunny. Michael, what do you think this show is? Let's see. It's called The Cape. Do you know what this is? I don't know what it is. Is it a part of a DC slash Marvel No, I think it's all just some made up bullshit that they were trying to capitalize on. NBC was trying to get into the CW game, is what you're trying to tell me. Yeah. They just were like, hey, we superheroes are all the rage. They know they're about to lose 30 Rock. And I mean, I guess they had done Heroes before that. So I think it's more like that kind of a show than it is like a Marvel show. So more like a dark. I'm going to be honest. I don't know the difference. Well, I don't know. I guess it's just sort of like more of a a lot about the same. It's just maybe less licensing fees. Okay. I don't. Heroes is nothing like the Marvel Universe. Hey, save the cheerleader. Save (laughs) Save the the world. world. So Uh, what do you think this for the record? I hated heroes and think it's garbage. So this is not looking great. Um, I think it's about probably it seems like kind of like a Batman kind of knockoff kind of thing. Like, maybe this guy doesn't even have a superhero. He just has a lot of money. He's a wealthy white man who... Well, now you're just talking about Arrow, because that is also what Arrow is. What the fuck is going on? Can we get some anima- some imagination? Imagination? Anyway, I think it's probably 
let's 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 go let's go let's get funky with it let's just let's just go out there let's put it all out on the line twenty dollars to never say funky again let's just get funky with it gross and i guess i don't get that twenty dollars now dang it um i'm gonna say that it's about a guy who has in his entire life he's always worshipped uh the neighborhood friendly neighborhood superman and not named superman for licensing purposes his name is power guy power dude and then one day he accidentally kills power guy <gasps> oh so this is gonna be a santa claus right it's just the santa claus okay. but, <laughs> but with nope. i'm i'm fully on board with this continue and I don't know how he accidentally kills him. Maybe, oh, maybe like his, like some, for some reason, his bones or his skin or whatever is made of kryptonite changed for the purposes of this to Blipton Gripe. Mm-hmm. And that. Still don't think that's going to pass. system, <laughs> <laughs> but You don't think Gripton Gripe would work? Come on. All right. It's, it's a Glarber Plum. Mm-hmm. And so he's made of Glarber Plum and. I don't know why, but when when Power Guy flies near him, he kills him accidentally, even though he's like his like biggest fan. And then he's like, oh, shit. But turns out that because he killed Power Guy, that it's actually just his cape that gives him the powers, obviously. It's called the cape. And so he takes the cape and he's like, I'm sorry that you died, but I've got but to take hold on. The I'm sorry. I hate to give notes this early. I yeah. apologize. Uh, this is the network talking. Why would it matter then that his bones are made out of Glarbon <laughs> Plarm? That he is dead if his power is drawn from the cape itself. Oh, no, you know setting what? Up, setting I'm, up a mystery for I'm, the story. I'm just going to plant a seed there. Continue. Also, getting a little close to Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse with this plot. So we're going to have another right turn. And Keith David plays the... He plays a electric guitar wrangler uh, guitar player what's it what's up no i like i like the finger <laughs> movement that no one can see what, what's a what's a, a different way to say guitar player besides just player a guitarist. guitar tickler <laughs> and, guitarist no but i wanted to throw a little pizzazz oh, i was uh, trying to get funky i think you want uh, a slash if you will yeah it's basically uh, the edge if you if i no, may he's not the edge he's more like slash but with no top hat and boring but his guitar has special powers and together they fight crime together also they're in a band and they're super super truly outrageous yes okay. they're also in a band and there's one other person summer glau is going to be the um, bad guy misfit no <laughs> that's not even that good <laughs> no she's the bad guy her name is Barangatong. <laughs> like <laughs> for the listeners at home essentially what michael's trying to do with me is that uh, snl sketch with uh fred armison <laughs> and Kristen wick but <laughs> her name is Barangatong. Name? And, and she <laughs> she's from the center of the earth obviously she's an old god like from hp lovecraft and super racist well hp lovecraft is but again this is changed for the purposes listen <laughs> nbc repurposed a lot of stuff okay, and also it stars uh nba superstar um bogues uh, i was going for kareem abdul nope and that's it. And that's the story. And he plays himself. He pl- He's the third member of their crew. And he also is in the band. And he's the bass player. So do we think this kid is in high school? What kid? The cape. He's not a kid. He's a full grown man. Okay. So. I told you he's on ER. He has to be a grown up. He was a doctor for Christ's sake. Well, he could have been a child with an illness. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to be like a child doctor. And I was like, there's only one child doctor. And it's Doogie Howser, MD. Not familiar. Um, okay. So that was a long guess. Uh what else do we guess. do? <laughs> what else do we do at the top of the show, Michael? I want a very specific example of something we're gonna see in this show. Uh the cape gives him X ray powers. Okay. <clears throat> as I'm losing my voice. And uh just as he's like but he's like he's getting these senses like in and out, a la 
Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. Right. We're taking a lot from other things. <laughs> Listen, you know what? Speak on what you know. <laughs> I know very little about superheroes. Um, and then we've been introduced to one of his crushes earlier in the, in the his only crush, the one and true and only uh, earlier in the episode. And she starts to walk by and he's starting to, he can feel it. Like, I'm going to be able to see his her. Pants. I'm about to see her naked. Mm-hmm. But then his super old English teacher walks by and he sees her naked and he's just like, oh, God. <sighs> so it's not really x-ray vision. It's It's just seeing through closed vision. Yeah, I mean, that's. It's the it's the eighties teen movie version of X ray vision. Listen, what sells my gold? <laughs> it's on NBC Titties. also. Um, also oh, are you thinking this is gonna be like edgy as fart? Like it's gonna be like oh yeah, it was too snaps. Hot. Too hot. Too hot for too TV. Too hot for TV. That's uh, why they couldn't keep showing it. They were like getting FCC fines up the bunghole and they were like, We gotta stop putting this on TV or else we're never gonna be able to afford Seinfeld. He also has a beagle. Michael, what's a very specific thing that we're going to get in this episode? Um, In this episode, there's going to be a scene with the cape. And he's going to be ordering a waffle. And it's going to... He only eats waffles with cinnamon on them. And in addition to that, there's going to be a scene with an alligator. And a scene with a political figure that is running for governor and his platform is that he's going to eliminate um (laughs) i'm gonna save you from yourself i'm gonna add one more thing i'm gonna think i think that keith david is going to be a person that's presented pervert no if you besmirch the good good name playing a pervert i think he's going to be presented to us as a good guy but secretly sneakily He's a nefarious bad dude. He's up to some serious sneakery. He's going to be working with our main bad guy. Named our bad dad. The human chainsaw. Oh, that's a pretty good name. It took you a long time, but... I had to really reach up there into <laughs> my rectum to pull it out. Yikes. <laughs> Reaching deep. I like the human chainsaw. <laughs> the human chainsaw. And it's Keith David. No, he works with the human chainsaw. He, That's come we don't, on. We don't know Keith David's name until season three, which never <laughs> happens. You don't even know his name? Not his bad guy name. His real name is What Bob. was it going to be? You know, because of all the fan fiction that you read. His, so, his name, we know him as Bob. He's like there for the cape. He's kind of like a pseudo dad to mm-hmm. him because obviously the cape's parents are dead. Because Obviously, it's, a, it's, it's a, a superhero, superhero movie. What else do you expect? And um, then... <laughs> okay, we're spinning the wheels pretty hard. Could we make... As, you can't even say his name. You can't even say it. Because you'll go insane. Okay, that's fair. I accept that. Can we do a silly spinoff called The Crepe? No. Okay, let's watch. Let's watch this movie. Let's watch this what show. Is it? It's a television program. Let's watch the Cape, and I'm super excited about seeing all the things that are definitely going to be in it, like an alligator and a human chainsaw. When we get back, we'll let you know how it went. It's the Cape. <laughs> oh, what's, is there a theme song? Master of the Universe. Okay, well, it can't be that. Although we have established that they are taking things and very lightly spinning them, so it could be. Uh, Okay. Cape man. <laughs> Master of the fabric. Okay, now we're just stealing other people's stuff. Let's go watch it. All right. Bye. 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 Oh, up, up, and away. I hate everything. Beneath the city, beneath the streets, the vermin of the city grows and grows unchecked. They need a hero. This is a war. I'll do what I have to to keep my family safe. Slap for them killers. Give it up for them gangsters. So, how does it feel to be a superhero? It hurts. <laughs> the Cape premieres this Sunday, 9, 8 central on NBC. And we are back. That was really good. We did it. Only took 17 takes. <laughs> All right, we did it. We watched this TV show called 
the cape. We watched not the pilot, though. Nope, because it turns out that since I didn't do any research, that the pilot episode is two hours long and... Fuck and that shit. We ain't gonna watch a feature length film for y'all. If you've if you've listened to any of our previous episodes where we have a TV show that has a full two hour pilot, we do not watch I'm those. I'm not gonna do it, guys. I'm so not gonna do it. We just chose one at random. And was that a good idea? Was it a bad idea? Well, I guess we're Stay gonna tuned. find out. Um, we chose episode four. The Lizard Man. Scales. Scales. Come on. Um, So I'm going to say right away that this is probably going to be a little breezy because this show has is nothing. The show is nothing. Do you not agree with me? Uh, I feel like there's like 10 minutes of content in this 45-minute episode. I think there's a little bit more than that. Oh, wow. Controversial uh, opinions. Yeah. No, I think there's... I there's a little okay, more well, than... I'm going to rely pretty heavily on you because most of my notes are just like a bunch of Z's strung together. Well, that's rude. I just realized I've used up my entire book. Aw. Aw. New book. Aww, my my uh, bad reception notebook. Nobody cares. All right, Morgan. Let's kick this bad boy off. So I'm going to tell you right now that I was really bored during this episode, so I looked up all of the things about this show. Do you want me to tell... Do you know... Were you able to figure out what was going on? Ooh, let's play a game. Okay, so I'm going to guess what I think. Because we didn't watch the origin story. No, and so. there is no recap in this this uh, series. Yeah, but they dropped little Easter eggs. Okay. So let me tell you what I think his origin is. Okay. And then you'll tell me that I'm completely wrong. Okay. And, to, and this is just me taking information from the Wikipedia page. So all you cape heads out there yeah. that are... Hey, don't add us. Don't add us. Because I'm just taking this from Wikipedia. I don't know. Maybe this is wrong. So, from context clues, uh, the cape. Mm-hmm. What's his name? I don't know. Uh, uh, <laughs> Vincent Mc... I think his name it's, is Vincent. Uh, yeah, his name is Vincent Faraday. Okay. Vincent McOatmeal Face. <laughs> and he... this guy is the most generic Oh, my God. Lead. It's like watching... Just a plain legal sized piece of paper floating in the wind. It's like, you know, those mannequins that just have a flat no face at all. Like it's not even like kind of there's no nose or anything. It just is completely oval. Yeah, it's like like that. It's like mannequin three colon. This guy's really boring. Mm-hmm. Um, so, <laughs> it's a really good subtitle. Thank you. I mean, that's what this guy. That's what this guy lends mm-hmm. to a story is that level of creative anywho um so he was a police officer for the city of palm city which i'm assuming is somewhere in florida it's got kind of a tropical Uh, vibe to it california okay california California. that's fine so some sort of it's a fictional california town so he is out there this is a town that's full of like any superhero film is full of bad dudes yeah but so it's full of crime, I guess. It doesn't seem seem like full of crime, but there's one character in this that is like a comic book villain. He's the titular Scales, even though it's not his name. Yeah, but, but I think there's probably more people like that because it's because they set up. They I set mean, that up nobody well. seems that surprised to see a Scale Man. No, so that's what I'm saying. I yeah. think there's probably plenty of what would you, you would think of a stereotypical comic book villain right but not enough that we saw any others in this whole episode well because based off of the titles that you were listening off to me when we were choosing what we were going to watch it sounds like those are all the titles of other villains that will yeah. be introduced through the first season so that way in second oh season they so could... all of the people who aren't human are villains well uh, wow morgan wow that's not on me though that's on the show because they make it the the head head villain chess who we mm-hmm. learn is this guy named peter fairly <laughs> no peter fleming yeah he is this rich guy who has swooped in and has started privatizing uh the city and mm-hmm. like cleaning it up by hustling people who aren't necessarily doing anything wrong just that if they don't if they don't look like they fit into the city that he's trying to create for right. so i would say that this film is or this film this, this tv show is taking a pretty hard stance on uh, the current state of privatized prisons mm-hmm. and institutionalized uh, racism, I'll say it. Mm-hmm. 
anywho, oh, so shit. we're this show's got stuff to say. Yeah, I'm gonna give a lot to the show that I'm sure it does not deserve. Um, but also, back to remember, the origin story. It's 2011, so it is not. That's current. true. I'm just saying it's not. Uh, it, it, maybe it is way ahead of its time. That's, I don't know what your what credit you're giving it. Yeah, I guess I'm I, just saying the show is eight years it, old. It feels like it's it is trying to say something. Yeah, but back to what the what we're trying to accomplish in this yeah, little what, segment. Tell me more about so, the cape. So Peter, fucking nope, Vince, Faraday. Vince Faraday was a cop. So I think he is out there fighting like he's like he takes his job super seriously so i think he's like going above and beyond and actually going after the bad guys and then somehow he gets framed for committing a murder Mm -hmm. i don't know who he murders but he gets framed by chess Mm -hmm. um and then because he's in the public eye he has to like go and like leave his family and somehow gets uh caught up with keith david keith david takes him into his fold Mm -hmm. who's keith david keith david is I don't want to give it away, guys, but he's the best character. He is a bad guy. He's a villain. Again, not a not a white person. He's mm-hmm. the only like, person. Of, oh, that's not true. There was a, there was a bodyguard earlier, but the only all well, and all of the all of the uh, carnival of crime or whatever they're called. Yeah, they're all they're not all not not traditional not white people. people. Yeah, exactly. Um, so he is a bad guy named Carney, and he. He's in charge. His front is a carnival, and he's got a is really... his name Carney? Yeah. No, it's not. His name is Maxwell Max Malini. Yeah, but uh, Vince refers to him as Carney. Oh. He's like, Carney's going to hit I up. I guess it's his other nickname besides yeah. Max. Yeah, I think. Because that's a bad villain name. Mm-hmm. And, oh, well, shit, Max I mean, went on a murder spree last night. He's like a complicated villain because he's actually, like, the good guy. He's actually helping the yeah, cape. So, let's not... Should we get into that now? I don't know. Uh, uh, do you, is that... I think that's worth noting later on in the, the story. Okay. Uh, okay I'm, I'm not saying... That, I'm just telling you what the setup of the story is. Yeah, he's he's... That's the most interesting part is because he's not a good person, but he has helped out our titular cape... And the cape is actively fighting things that Carney values. Mm-hmm. So it's leading up to there's going to be, they even mentioned this later in the episode, there's going to be a, t- a day of reckoning for the two of them where they're going to be on the other side of the fight. And what are the cape's powers? So the cape, so there's, when we refer to the cape, we're going to refer to two different entities. We're going to refer to <laughs> the cape, the character has a cape. Who, who? Is whom whom <laughs> uh, appears to be is anthropomorphic not the right word I want that's not what I want it because it it has a personality of its own and is capable of it chokes a guy at a point like yeah I think he's so, not choking the cape itself has is like so this is where just reading the Wikipedia page maybe there's more to it but according to Wikipedia. His he doesn't have any special powers, and the cape is not magic. Keith David is an illusionist. He's a master of illusionary, and teaches this dude how to use this special silk spider silk cape to make it appear as though he has superpowers. So he can control the cape made of the special material to make it appear as though it was doing things like. That he had superpowers. So I guess he is controlling the cape when it's choking a guy. And when he's like floating in, he's just like floating in from like a foot above just to make it look like but he what, was flying. But what about when he smoke bombs away? I mean, he's just good at smoke bombing. I guess. You're right. It's, that's part of illusionary. 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 Um, also, why is he the cape? Did you pick up on that one? Because he wears a cape. He's actually pretending to be a character from his son's comic book his son's Uh, favorite comic book got it so what happens is he gets framed for murder and then it looks like he dies in a fiery explosion so his family thinks he's dead and he says i'm gonna become this character for my son because my son loves the cape and i want to do good but i have to keep a low profile i have to keep off the grid because the everybody's trying to arrest me for murder but i gotta prove i'm innocent first and so that's the story of the cave 
Yeah, but his son seems to know that he's alive, so maybe they're... Well, this is episode four, so maybe he got some... Yeah, maybe he got a sneaky peek of his dad. But I I think he maybe just suspects that his dad's around. Or he suspects that his dad's the cape, because he, like, gets letters from the cape, and he's like... Well, I meant... But he has that conversation later on with the lawyer guy, and he was like... Let's do the story now because people are going to, this is, I could see this being really frustrating. Okay. We open up the docks of Palm city. A limo arrives, uh, in front of you were paying so much more attention. Oh my gosh. Okay. So this guy steps out really schlubby looking dude. He's got a giant glass full of Brazil nuts. He's like, Hey, Mr. Fleming sends his regards to you and but then they reveal the U and it's Scales. And Scales is a well-known actor. It's Vinny Jones. He's, I, really, I, I was like, he's got to be a voice actor. And that's why he sounds super familiar to me. But I looked it up. He's not. But I do remember the first thing I recognized him from was from Train Spotting. Yeah. He's in all of the Guy Ritchie movies. He's in Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels. Think and- of a, an, an imposing British He's figure. pretty famous. People know who Vinny Jones okay, is. Okay. Anyway. So he's Scales. And I know. It's, uh, it would be hard to figure out what that means for a villain. So let me paint a picture. I'm counting it looks this, like he has scales. I'm counting this as there's an alligator in this. That was one of my predictions. Okay. Uh, uh, <laughs> the judges are allowing it. Okay. We'll allow it. Okay. So he says, you know, basically we learn in this scene that scales is, he's a bad guy, but he's a bad guy who's trying to conform to the system and try to lay low because this guy chess is like the top mob boss over the entire city. Mm -hmm. And so chess, like in a true mob fashion, I think is going around to these different businesses and and forms of industry. And is what is that called when Bob mob bosses are like shaking uh, them down, shaking them down. Like you pay me a monthly thing and I'll protect you. Yeah. Shaking them down. Is that what it's called? Yeah. I put down tax mob tax. And I don't think that's that works too. Correct. Mob tax. So we learn that he's getting shaken down by chess. And then also he has to pay crazy amounts of taxes to, uh, Peter Fleming. Who's the guy who's basically running the city right now. He's the privatized rich guy. Who's gentrifying everything. Anywho. Um, he says what the flying frag. He does say what the flying frag because, uh, Mr. Fleming didn't show up. He sends his lat- lat- latchkey, and his latchkey is kind of a dick. And Scales, at the end of this exchange, says, "You just made a mistake. You made me remember you." I can't do his accent. Nope, that wasn't even British at all. Anywho, so like hard cut to the Cape and Summer. What's her? Her name's Orwell. I did learn that. That is true. Her name is Orwell. Um, played by in, Summer Glau. They're in there. Batcave, basically. Yeah, they're HQ. Um, Summer Glau is putting a camera into a masquerade feathered mask. Mm-hmm. And this guy, I can't, I cannot stress enough. I know I harp on a lot of boring white dudes, but this guy might be the worst. I don't like him at all. He has nothing. He brings nothing to the screen. Yeah, he really is nothing. And then he takes off his, because most of the time he's wearing the cape costume, and then he takes off the cape costume, and you're like... Are you a person? He reminds me of a taller version of, uh, what's the guy? I've never watched the show. Oh, what the hell is it called? The one, oh it's God. it's Mark Wahlberg's, loosely based off of Mark Wahlberg. Entourage? Entourage. He reminds me of, is his name Turtle? Uh, is a guy, yeah. He does not look like Turtle. Mm, I think maybe he does no, look that, like Turtle. That makes it sound like he's like a chubby short guy he just looks like normal handsome leading man guy he doesn't look handsome to me he looks like a turtle <laughs> okay <laughs> i just think he looks like an actual turtle he Anywho. reminds me more like like a paul bettany type like just sort of like this generic like blonde dude i forgot to say that the cape was watching that previous exchange right i don't know who cares Morgan, anyway i don't not pick i did not follow any of this because it was so boring so here the cape tells us to through orwell like hey Mr. Fleming, Peter Fleming, is the same thing as this notorious villain, Chess. People think that Ms. Mr. Fleming has, uh, like, quashed, squashed Chess, the real, the baddest of the bad. Right, but, but it's just because he is him. It's because he is him. This is crazy, because, like, they find that out, like, pretty quick. Yeah. The pacing, again, this is not a good, not a good show. Up top, not a good show. Um, so we learn that they're getting prepared to go undercover. We don't know what they're doing where they're going well, they're gonna go on a train we know that much 
He says, we gotta get, we gotta get on that train. We don't know why. Then. And train we the get, membrane. We get, oh, Jesus. We get a little peek into his life, trip. His son is turning 10 today. He's very sad about it. Because <laughs> he doesn't want his son to, to turn 10. He's sad because he's not Because he's there. missing it, I know. Ugh, this is very serious. Okay. The cape. Vince. He goes in to the best part. And t- I'm sorry. This is... Hey, network execs, if you're going to bring Keith David into something, you need to have somebody who can match his gravitas or it's going to like it's going to heighten how terrible everything else is around him because he's fucking amazing. Or also have him on the show for more than five goddamn minutes. Oh, God, he's so fucking charming. Anyway, so this is where we learn Keith David is a carny um, and that he's got two side characters. One of them is a little person named Rolo. Mm hmm. He's very mean. <laughs> yep. And then we've got some generic Eastern European yeah. looking mofo. Um, and we learn here that they're, in addition to running the carnival, they're just bank run- robbers. They're, well, and they're just bad guys. They're criminals. Yeah, but they are specifically bank robbers. Um, I do like in this section, and the cape's like, come on, guys. And they're like, hey, stay out of this. This is none of your business. Um, and then is this where... Uh, Keith, David, they're getting prepared to, to head out to mm-hmm. do their bank robbing or whatever, do yep. their robbing. And so they, one of the guys hands him a shotgun and he's like, he makes a sh- sawed off shotgun. Mm-hmm. He says, get out the hacksaw. Betty needs a shave. That's so funny. And they are called the carnival of crime. That's their name. That's pretty sweet. I want more. Why aren't there more carnival bad guys or circus bad guys? I know. Batman has some to offer. Also has some good guys to offer. Hey, Robin. How you doing, buddy? There's that season of American Horror Story. That's all bad carnival people. It's a bad carnival clown. Anywho, the cha- the cape, the cape shows up to scales at the docks, and he's like, "Hey, listen, you're good." He doesn't do that though. He's just like, "Hey, guys, I'm the cape." But he doesn't got, do a voice. I know, but he's got. Inherently, that's why it's. I'm feeling like he belongs in Entourage because he has kind of a Bostonian accent, like a light. No, I, I didn't pick up on it. But even if he did, he doesn't have a gravelly voice. No, no, no. I was just joking because he's <laughs> okay. such a weenie. He's a weenie character. He shows up to Scales and he's like, "Hey, you're getting bamboozled." Chess and Mr. Fleming are the same thing. You should probably get on that Monte Carlo Casino Royale train ride tonight and the scales is like oh, i don't know what you're talking about and then cape is like yeah they probably you don't probably know because you're just some poor blue collar dude and they try to keep you out of all their fancy high rollings well you're gonna miss out on a lot of dirty handshakes tonight and scales like all right then we'll go get on that trade that's pretty good thank you um so then we go cape disappears in a cloud of smoke then we get the opening credits well we get the a peak of the monte carlo train then opening credits just your generic graphic novel that's cool it's done like a comic book the whole Mm -hmm. is it's animated but in like comic book cells and it's like a buffy type opening where it's like goes shows all the different characters and who plays them and stuff i I thought the opening credits pretty fun and it's kind of like a generic uh superhero music but whatever yeah i was gonna say the scoring feels very thematic and okay so now we get to see mr fleming who's another weenie person he's a tiny british man yeah i didn't i didn't the idea of the character was cool but i didn't like this guy i didn't think he was imposing or scary at all there was he offered nothing Um, it doesn't help that we chose an episode where he's like they intentionally dress him up goofy like a cowboy but like a like a peewee herman cowboy yeah, because they're so the whole theme of the Monte Carlo casino train ride is masquerade. Well, right? it, it's uh, heroes and villains. Heroes and villains masquerade. Yeah, so it's a masquerade. It's a masquerade. Paper faces on parade. Also, so before each segment, I guess you would call it, they have like the title of the segment, which I've never seen on a TV show before. Yeah, that's right, because it opens up with birthday well no it opens up with the with the name with 
scales. scales. And then it's the next one is birthdays. And then I didn't write down the ones that followed because I didn't care. But each each little section of the show or like each commercial break it's like a has like a little title, chapter. which I guess is supposed to be like like a comic book, except that I don't think comic books have that. So maybe they do. I don't know. That's interesting. It Speaking of somebody who knows little to nothing about comic books, this feels like it was created by somebody who has the idea of a superhero, but isn't really familiar with the... With the tropes? Yeah. Maybe. You're looking at me like I'm crazy. No. Do I look crazy to you? You could be a villain on this show. So, yeah, we see Mr. Fleming. This scene offers us nothing. We just see a bunch of... First, okay, again, (coughs) here, it's really glaringly obvious how poor the quality of the... There is no style to the show. It looks like they're attempting to do a style, but the style that they're attempting to do is accomplished by people who are doing a 48-hour film festival. (laughs) It, it's barely a style it is shot so flat like this is so much a tv show and like, but it, even worse than a tv show because the production is terrible like the them out by the train and there's like all the press pool out there like trying to take pictures and like get interviews from people mm-hmm. looks like a student film yeah it's bad it's, it's really 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 terrible um this is where we get a flashback and we learn that the cape used to be a cop uh, we get a scene of him and his kids' uh, classroom for career day. Right. Typical TV show And he's nonsense. like, he tells the class, like, hey, chess is a bad dude. We're trying to get all these bad guys. But do not open, when you're home alone, do not open the door for any reason unless you know the person. If you do not know the person. Never open that never door. Never open that door. He also shows them his gun. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, <laughs> modern day, we get introduced to Trip. Who Wait, is, you, you skip the part where the kid is reading a book and it says... That's that's modern day, motherfucker. Oh, you mean today. Today. Yeah. He, so we we cut out of the flashback. <laughs> motherfucker. To, mother, to modern day. Trip is at home. He's reading his history Wait, book. Wait, that's not part of the flashback? No, because he goes downstairs and then that's when... What's his face shows up at the door? Okay, go ahead. Thank you. It seemed like it was part of the flashback. It's not. I promise you. Because he's wearing the same clothes. Okay, I don't care. Go. Well, you're calling me out on shit, so let's duke it out, motherfucker. <laughs> Stop calling me motherfucker, motherfucker. <laughs> so Trip is on his bed at home, present day. It's his birthday. He is reading through a history book, and then he turns to a page. And I don't know what this is supposed to mean, but in, like, crudely scrawled out Sharpie, it says, return to murders, kid. But murders, like, possessive? Yeah, like, his dad is a murderer, so the kids at school probably taunt him and be like, oh, give this book back to the murderer's kid, you freaking murderer's kid. But I didn't see murderers. I saw murders. Oh, no, murderers. Oh, got it. So he's being, I thought it was like an ominous thing, but it's more like bullying. Okay, got it. Cool. I think. I don't know. No, that that makes some sense. Um, We learned that his mom is running late to come home for his birthday. And on top of that, she has a lawyer friend coming over. Travis is also a weenie. There's a lot of weenies in this show. Um who cares? He he wants to come inside the house, but the kid won't but let the him. The kid because he just flashed back. Because <laughs> he flashed back to when his dad said, "Do not open the door unless you know the person." He does not let this guy in. Okay, so Scales shows up at the train station and he tells Chess point blank, "Hey, mother trucker, um, <laughs> I know that you are Chess, and if you don't want." I need you to do something for me. And if you don't want to do that thing for me, I have no problem telling everybody here who you really are. So they play nice and scales gets on the train. They find out, well, the Cape sees that the little person, his uh, name is Rolo. Rolo is is posing as a conductor, not conductor. He's posing as a ticket taker or whatever on the train, a rail man, if you will. (laughs) And he's like, Holy smokes. Like, this means that they're going to try to rob the train. That that's This isn't an optimum time for that to happen. Gosh darn it. I got to try and trap scales and chess. I can't deal with them stealing shit too. Speaking of gosh darn it. So this show is for adults, but it this has to be like rated TVG. Like seriously, there's no violence. There's no swearing. There's nothing at all mm, bad that happens. They did say flying frag. <laughs> I know. So. But it doesn't feel like a kid's show, but it feels like they were like, we got to make this appropriate for all audiences. Yeah. 
which doesn't work. Yeah, it made it kind of lame. <sighs> kind of. I was um, waiting for somebody to drop, you know, an F bomb, the C word, something. Give it a little edge. So the cape's like, fuck, now I got to get on this goddamn train. <laughs> Just said. They never say that. <laughs> um, he's like meandering. And if we see every all these really highfalutin people all in like various forms of masquerade dress in theme with um uh, heroes and villains and then so he's walking through and then which i guess it just looks like most people have a generic like, like masquerade a masquerade mask. like nice dresses yeah. and feather masquerade which masks. is what summer glow is wearing yeah, who is correct. on the train yes uh very art deco kind of feel to it um and then the capes walking through the car sees summer glow is like hey i'm on here too and she's like cool they're like what's up um and then the cape walks by a guy who's dressed just like him yeah, that was probably the best part of the whole episode. We learned that this guy is... So he has had a run-in with him before. Yeah, is I, like, I don't know what happened in another episode with this guy. He, We learned that that guy is this... Okay, I don't, I'm don't. i not familiar with the whole uh, prison system and what the, the pyramid of people in charge is. But is there such thing as a secretary of prisons? Because I don't think that's a real thing. I don't know. Because we learned that that's got, that guy is the secretary of prisons. Hmm. So Maybe. I, filling in the blanks, I think at one point that guy was in trouble and then the cape rescued him and now this guy's a fanboy of the cape mm-hmm. and is dressed up like him and wants to help the cape throughout this episode. And they have a funny little moment where they're like talking to each other and he's like, I like your outfit. It's very good. You got a nice little utility belt there. <laughs> you got it on upside down. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot like none of this is coming through, but there's a lot of attempts of humor in this show. Like it's yeah. kind of supposed it's it's so it's such a weird tone. Like it's kind of supposed to be silly, but while also being serious, like a serious superhero thing. Yeah, there's no it's lacking style and it's lacking any like, form of pacing right but it's not exactly camp like it's earnest attempts at humor it's not supposed to be like because well, he's supposed to be charming yeah and he's not charming but it's not just him like all the characters tell jokes all the characters are goofing well keep like, david does it and it lands because i chuckled a couple times yeah i'm not saying it never works i'm just saying like everybody's kind of have has these kind of like quippy jokey written lines mm-hmm but in a show that's supposed to be like, it's kind of supposed to be like a dark, gritty superhero show. It's almost like they had poor direction. Yeah. Almost. Um, anywho. So let's just quickly get through. Here's the, so let me just lay this out. This is the stakes. We got scales. Nothing. The scales, scales is on here. And what the Cape wants to do with Orwell being on there was she's got like a little camera on her mask. She wants to capture scales confronting chat uh mr fleming and having him say like yeah i am chess because he wants to expose mr fleming that's that's the big fish that they have to catch but on top of that he's got carney over here robbing the train so he's got to try to defuse that system because he needs to get this footage so that's the stakes of this now for the next half hour that unfolds in a terribly slow pace it's not engaging Hey, so there's a part in this show or like three times in this show where he's on the train and he sees a guy in a Grim Reaper costume. Yeah. And he's like, <gasps> does that ever pay off for anything? Yeah. What, who Who is that guy? It's Keith David. When? Because he takes off when uh, uh, at one point when Scales gets on top of the train with the Yeah, cape, they have a fight on top of the train. He takes his mask off and reveals. I figured it was Keith David. When does he takes his mask off for what point to tell him like, hey, it's me. I, I don't know exactly what But he's not fighting there. him. He's not fighting Keith No, David. just kind of like a, ha you're tied up. You can't, you can't like to taunt him, basically. Yeah, because like, they're going to stop me. They, they do it. They achieve the robbery. Yeah, they, they take the money off. Yeah. So that's Keith David. Anyway, the, I'm just going to, let's just blow through this. This, whatever. Yeah. So the brakes. We've said everything that happened. The brakes can't stop the train. So Wait, he no, has to go You underneath. have to set that up, though. I don't know what the setup is. Okay. So there is a confrontation between Scales and Chess. Or to Mr. Fleming. Mr. Fleming never owns up to... Oh, my God. ...to scales. But it, there's, this is part of it. You can't just say... Okay. <laughs> so, he can't... Scales can't get out of Mr. Fleming that he's chess until scales runs uh, chess out of the car that they're currently in. And he's on one car. Scales is on the other car. And chess basically turns... Or he's like, yeah, I, I am this bad guy. And there's nothing you can fucking do about it. And then uh, disjoints the the la- the caboose from hmm. the rest of the train so then i think i reversed that doesn't matter so they, they at one point the caboose gets disjointed so then 
Chess and the Cape and some other people are stuck on that caboose and they have to cut the the brake line to stop the caboose from. Wait, climbing. that's what happens? Yeah. They're all just in one car? Well, the not not the entire party that's there, but there are people that are stuck in like where scale. It seemed like it was people. the whole train that had to stop. It was no, just one car. It was one car. They do a zoom out and you see that there's this one caboose like one car that is out on its own okay. the stakes aren't good michael i don't yeah. know what you want me to do about it i can't help you with that it's not a good show yeah anyway so Any- he, chess whatever his name is he like says like hey the cape let's stop this train from from exploding and then he's like okay but i'm the cape so you got to do it and that guy's like oh, well, well because I'm, I'm an engineer yeah. and that means but not a train engineer a design engineer so i'm the best man for the job and then because they have to go underneath the train for some reason that seems like a very flawed design he's gotta cut the whatever i don't know how trains work he's gotta cut some line and i feel like i feel like if there's something that could stop the train it would be inside the train not on the bottom of it but whatever i'm sorry are you a train scientist michael um i'm a trained scientist um, we do get a brief glimpse uh, between the cape and Chess, their dynamic, because at one point, uh, Chess is like, who are you? And the cape does not tell him. And then that comes to nothing. But yeah, and then the, we see the cape's POV of him like seeing... I thought you were going to say, we see the cape's pubes. I don't know why. <laughs> we don't, unfortunately. Yeah, that would have made this a little more entertaining. Continue. Anyway, whatever. They stop the train, I guess, probably. And then it's the end of the show, and we go to the house of the lady who was his wife, and I guess she's still his wife, but she doesn't know, and the guy that was there with them that was trying to get into the house, but the kid wouldn't let him, and then they, then he says, do you want milkshake cake? And I don't know what that means. And they say it like five times. And they're like, yeah, milkshake cake, milkshake cake. What is a milkshake cake? Uh, you can pose that to your listeners. You did miss... With uh, Carney interacting with Scales, because Scales comes across Carney and his guys with all the money. Yeah, and he gets locked up in the. Jail we get a glimpse cell. into Scales. Obviously, at one point was yeah uh, put into a carnival because he looks like a lizard man, and he was being taunted by a little person, and that's why he's so upset with Rolo. Rolo. Um. Fuck God, Keith David is so fucking charming. But that's the end. Before Keith David, before the Keith David part, they go to home and he talks about milkshake cake. So if you guys know what milkshake cake is, can you please tell me because it's probably it's like my biggest question of the whole episode, and I have like seven question marks after it. Okay, and then uh, yeah, Keith David talks to uh, the Cape, and they basically have a scene where they're like, "Hey, we're friends and we help each other, but eventually something's going to come between us because we have different ideals." Yep. And then at the very end of the show, Trip wakes up in the morning and he finds that there is a present and a card left on his opened window off of his fire escape, which seems. Like, if you're so concerned about people coming in, like, letting somebody into your house after they've knocked at a at a locked door, wouldn't you keep your window locked during the night Listen, off of a fire escape? This kid's an idiot. He's he doesn't so know stupid. shit. What a dumbass He doesn't know kid. shit. Dumbass. There's also some scene between him and Summer Glau where they talk, and I just was like, what did she even do in this episode? What is, what even is she? Nothing. If I if you read the description, she apparently is a fighter. So that's something that doesn't happen in this episode. Yeah, she also outside of the realm of her and Cape's relationship, she's a blogger who's yeah. like trying to call truth. To, she's trying to bring truth to power, and she's also obviously in love with the cave. Obviously, because who wouldn't be? Even though <laughs> there's a clear age difference between the two of them, but whatever. Anyway, that is The Cape. So, as much as we love to make fun of bad TV, we also believe that every show is a silver lining, and that's why we have to say something that we genuinely, unironically enjoyed. It's time to say something nice. I'm going to go first this week. Fuck you. Because you always get to go first. And the thing that I'm going to say that's nice about this show is Keith David. God damn it. Well, what else is there to say? 
Keith David is a fantastic actor. He's super charismatic. He's insanely likable. He is everything that this show is not. I don't know why he is not more featured in it. I assume in the first episode he must be. But he's seriously only in this episode for like five minutes. He shows up for like two minutes at the beginning and then three minutes at the end. You'll be like, hey, I'm Keith David and I'm on the show. He's the second build person. Mm-hmm. And he's barely even in it. Well, it might just be because of this episode. Yeah, it might have been an episode that he doesn't get mm-hmm. featured that much in. It might have been an episode where he's like, listen, I got to go do real work. <laughs> um, but he's awesome. I like the idea of the carnival man being like teaching a superhero how to do illusions and tricks. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Keith David is my something nice. Uh, I'll let you go. I have a little bit more nice things to say, but you can go. Uh, fuck you. I'm going to say the thing that I'm projecting on this show. Uh, I like the idea of like, there's always, I feel in my limited experience with superhero movies, there's always that clear cut good guy, bad guy thing. But Mm -hmm. I like the idea of having the false good guy who's doing some good for the community or what could see like the doing the greater good Mm -hmm. for the community, but in actuality is a very evil person and the methods in which he's doing the quote good is through an evil way. Yeah. Um, I thought that was interesting. So yeah, there you go. And the parallels of the prison system and correct all that stuff too, which who knows if that's what they were trying to achieve. I think the the only other thing that I would say that's nice about this show is like, there are glimmers of like little nuggets of good ideas for a tv for a superhero tv show it doesn't do any of them particularly well and overall the show is super boring and horribly cast for the main character oh boy Um, it's 2011 i feel like they could have like we knew better by then right that we needed to have somebody who had (laughs) we knew about like different races and sexes genders all that kind of stuff well i mean um, i'm not gonna Listen, there's only so much I can ask of these people, but at least somebody with a little more oomph to their presence or a presence period. Yeah. I mean, the, yeah, the, the the main guy sucks. And that's it. That's all the good things. Is there anything else about this show? Would you watch another episode? I must say no on this. Hey, Alex, really? what is no? Because you were pretty into this episode. Well, I was... Tr- because you know why? I'm trying to take my job seriously because <laughs> I care about my listeners. You're kind of like the like, cape of this podcast. Oh, shit. I'm like the Keith David of this podcast. I'm oh, just here for the pizzazz. Pizzazz. <laughs> I hate Remember when I said funky? Gross. Can we? I like the name. You know what else I like? <laughs> about the show mm. can we get a kitten name him rollo rollo is good that's a good name i can say trip and at first i was kind of against it and now i'm kind of like actually trip's kind of cool trip's a good name okay hey vote is I, trip would, a good name would i watch another episode morgan so kind of you to ask as i would if, if somebody forced me to watch another episode i guess i could do it uh, no, I no. There's no reason to watch another episode of this. I don't want to watch another episode. Don't make me watch another episode. Funny side note about this show: it got so mega canceled that they didn't even show the last episode on TV. You had to watch it on NBC.com. Oh boy! Yeah, the, for the very last episode, they That's were a like big spanking. <laughs> like there's the cliffhanger leading to the final episode of the season, and they're like, to find out what happens next watch it on nbc.com i guess because that shit is never gonna be on tv <laughs> www.nbc.com backslash make a cancel that's pretty canceled all they could have found one hour of tv to finish it off no, and they were Michael. like literally anything know. else yeah they were like i don't know play reruns of alec mcbill that's fine it's not even our show it's on fox um <laughs> I don't know, syndication. But anyway, Morgan, it's time to cut the shit. What What's something that you can recommend to the fine folks out there this week? Hey, guys. Um, I don't know if you picked up on this at all. I don't care about superhero movies. I'll briefly say why. My, I feel like 
I can't connect with the characters at all because a they're well protected by their status. Uh, they're so again, this is my own bias. So I know people are going to please, if you have, if you want to educate me, go ahead and get on Twitter and send me tweets. But I always feel like there's such a distance because they're so well protected by their origin story and by their lore that I never feel like there's any stakes for them. So I don't care with the exception of a one film from the good folks at my, I guess Disney doesn't own the X-Men, right? They somehow are. Uh, they do now. They do now. Okay. Right. Um, well, they bought Fox, right? Or did that not end up happening? They did buy part of Fox. Yeah. Well, Fox owns X-Men. Yeah. Well, I don't know if they got X-Men in the, I, who knows? Um, anyway, there was a film from a couple of years ago by a director who was just at my work actually last week. Um, the film is called Logan. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's, so, I, that movie is so well done because, uh, for the first time I felt like I actually was connected to our, I mean, uh, Wolverine is a flawed character anyway. And mm-hmm. I guess there's a lot of characters within the x-men universe that are pretty flawed and a little more tangible but this film did a really great job of balancing um what i believe is staying true to the nature of the x-men and to the nature of that particular character and yet presenting a real uh human being for me as an audience member to connect with and feel for Mm -hmm. so logan watch that also, of note, Morgan has not watched any of the superhero movies, so I don't know why she thinks that none of them have that, because it's a pretty common trope in superhero movies to have... I watched the other X-Men movies. Okay, well, I'm saying, like, all of the Marvel movies and all the DC movies. Yeah, but they all feel, like, just from on... I always... Like, even with fucking <laughs> Thor, which I watched, I feel... Well, I never You feel. pick the one that is... Of course, he's a god, so he doesn't have flaws. Or Guardians of the Galaxy, which well, is entertaining. And which he I is like. flawed. Star-Lord is not a... But you never feel like there's stakes. Like, they don't feel like there's any danger. Okay. Um, I'm just saying there are other complicated superheroes. But Logan is very, very good. I'm not trying to shit on your... Listen, Michael hates Logan, so... I don't. I like Logan. That's now canon. He hates it. I like, remember when there's that part in Logan when he like rips that guy's face off? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. The little girl, the little girl's super awesome. Okay, I'm going to recommend... Oh, you recommended Logan. Okay, I'm going to recommend... <laughs> I was like, what did you even recommend? Are you just... My recommendation this week is I don't like superhero movies. Um, I'm going to recommend a television show that is a superhero program that is very good. It's the opposite of this. It's called The Flash. And I don't like... A lot of superhero stuff. I'm beside, despite the fact that I'm chastising Morgan about not watching superhero movies. I'm not like a huge superhero fan. He just I, likes to shit on me. I do watch all of them because um, they're big movies, so I watch them. But they're not my favorite thing in the whole world. But The Flash is awesome. It has great characters. It has great writing. Uh, it has awesome actors. Everything. Everything about the show is super awesome. Um, and it's basically like the closest thing to Buffy that you can get watching modern television. Um, the only problem with it is that it is a traditional, uh, CW show. So it's 22 episodes and that's a lot of episodes (laughs) to fill. So there's a lot of filler in there. Um, but do watch that. I don't watch any of the other shows in that universe. I don't watch Arrow. I don't watch Legends of Tomorrow. I don't watch Supergirl. You don't need to. You can just watch The Flash. Just don't even watch those other shows because those other shows are not good. So, yeah, do it and watch it. And it's good. And I like it. And that's been Cut the Shit with Merkel. And All right, Michael. Let's wrap this shit up. That's the end of the show. Okay, I think that's going to do it. Thanks for listening to Bad Reception. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Bad Reception Pod. Tweet at us if you have a show you'd like us to watch, or if you just want to say hi. Links to our recommendations and more are available in the episode notes and at badreceptionpod.com. We are proud members of the Podfix Network. The Podfix Network. Follow them on Twitter at Podfix or go to podfixnetwork.com for a full lineup of all the 
goddamn awesome shows they got there. You can download our show at Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, Podbean, or just whatever podcatcher you choose. If you enjoy the show, please help spread the word by giving us a quick review on iTunes and sharing us with friends. Morgan, you got any final words for us today? Uh, I just want to say my offer still stands if you missed last week's episode. If you send us a review, if you post anything, even if it's just the star rating and no additional words on there, let us know. I, in return, will do a shout out. I was about to steal. I'm stealing something from Weird With You. Uh, (laughs) I'll do a shout out to you or anyone you want me to. And I will say pretty much anything unless it is racist, hateful, hurtful, sexist. You know the drill. But I will say disgusting things if they are outside of that parameter. And I'll fart into a microphone. It'll be hilarious. Anyway, so yeah, if you do, please, if you, that's your incentive. Go post a review, just post some stars, whatever, and I'll do a shout out for it. I mean, write a review. Do it. Please. All right, that's it. I'm Mike. I'm Morgan. <laughs> and that's the end of the podcast. Bye, To infinity and the superhero thing. Oh, boy. from the Podfix Network. You can check out more shows like it at podfixnetwork.com. That's that's modern day motherfucker.